Any further delay would put a years-long detailed plan at risk, just as it was nearing implementation. But he was smart and had memorized the key names, contacts, and codes of his various regional leaders, who in turn would each alert their subordinate cell leaders, who would then contact individual teams to initiate the sequenced actions of a highly complex attack against the great Satan's infrastructure. And of course, there were the hundreds of homegrown jihadists that when publicly notified over certain websites that the massive jihad against America had begun would take up arms and join in the devastation. Although Mahmoudi was not an Arab, he could count on a highly motivated cadre of devout Muslims of many organizations, from ISIS to Al-Qaeda, all of whom had a common goal, that of destroying the United States as a world power and bringing her citizens to their knees, especially after the shocking recent attack on his homeland. Sunnis and Shias have always been able to set aside their religious differences in the face of a common enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend in the Muslim world, at least temporarily, and under the right set of circumstances. As he was pondering these thoughts, Miguel quietly passed the signal down the line to get ready. It was 1 a.m., and the small group began moving silently along the bottom of the arroyo, heading north, joining the 400,000 illegals that cross the U.S. borders or overstay their visas every year. What Mahmoudi didn't know, because he had no need to, was that similar preparations had been made throughout Europe, and all attacks were coordinated to begin simultaneously in February of 2018. Chapter 1 Lieutenant Colonel, retired Richard Cantrell, and his wife, Sophia, had settled into their modest home in the Sea Breezes development, located on an island just off the coast of western Florida, near the growing city of Port Monroe. The Cantrells had been fortunate to buy their one-story, three-bedroom home in 2010, just after the disastrous decline of house prices following the economic collapse of 2008. Otherwise, they could never have afforded it. Fortunately, they had sold their northern Virginia home at a good price in 2007, before Richard's last tour in Afghanistan. But with his and Sophia's savings, including the profit from the sale of their Virginia home, they were able to put together a down payment, and with Sophia's salary and Richard's retirement pay, make the monthly mortgage payments. Sophia was a middle school English teacher in Port Monroe, a position she was overqualified for but was grateful to get considering the poor economy. Richard had a difficult time finding a job. There were not a lot of opportunities for a retired Army infantry lieutenant colonel in the existing economy but he finally was able to find work as a part-time consultant to a security firm in Port Monroe. They both commuted across the new bridge to the island. The bridge was named for the now-deceased Florida state senator who played a leading role in making sure the bridge got funded so the island could be developed as a bedroom community of Port Monroe. They struggled to make ends meet, but with careful spending and a strict budget, they managed and were looking forward to their new life. Chapter 2 
Richard Cantrell was born in San Antonio, Texas, to a family of modest means, which meant he spent his high school summers working jobs, mostly in the lawn care business. He played high school football, but at 5 feet 11 inches and 185 pounds, wasn't heavy enough to make first-string linemen, or fast enough to be a defensive or running back. But what he lacked in physical attributes, he made up with heart and drive, and he got his share of playing time. He loved sports, but football was his favorite, and he liked the camaraderie of having teammates that went through the grueling practices and games in the South Texas heat. He got elected to the student council his junior year and was popular, especially among the teenage girls in his class. He was elected class president his senior year, and that, along with better-than-average grades and a good SAT score, got him admitted to Texas A&M.